Want to be protected from opinions you don't like? Then you better go somewhere else because this is not a safe space. This is American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson. We know that the world is a dangerous place and we like to think that the people whose job it is to know who and what and where the threats are are the good guys end of story but could those good guys be compromised by an ideology that is just permeating through so much of our culture today let's talk about the dangers of that i'm mike ferguson thank you for staying with us here on american viewpoints i'm now joined by a dr mike waller he's got a new book just released called big intel how the cia and fbi went from cold war heroes to deep state villains Pretty provocative title and subtitle right there, Mike. Uh, First of all, appreciate you being on the program, but just the idea that the FBI and the CIA, I mean, these are the subjects of, you know, movies and the action heroes are the CIA and, uh, you know, TV shows. The FBI are always the good guys. It's kind of uncomfortable to think of something permeating through these institutions that would be banned for us. Well, you can imagine how tough it was to write the book because I was always a big fan of the CIA and FBI. I helped them both out quite a bit over the years and had a lot of respect for them long ago. But at some point, something happened and they just went off the rails. Yeah. And part of what you're uh, writing in the book or a lot of what you're writing in the book has to do with the same ideology that we're seeing in corporate America and we're seeing in public education and we're seeing a lot of other areas. And that is that diversity, equity and inclusion. Now, for a lot of people, Mike, they are saying, well, that's just a hiring practice. It's a training practice. We don't want anybody discriminated against. How does that sort of DEI uh, ideology affect things like national security and intelligence and counterintelligence. Well, we already had federal laws like the equal employment laws and civil rights laws that made sure that people weren't being discriminated against and and they were working as fine as any law could work. It, DEI is an ideology and it's the same type of, it's the exact same ideology that we see throughout popular culture now with the transgenderism and the stuff going on in schools and Hollywood and the military and everywhere else which is bad enough, but when you have it in the intelligence community and law enforcement, you're politicizing everything. And you 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 are turning facts into non-facts and uh, inventing facts that are untrue. And if you do that in a, in a business like intelligence where you have to let the facts speak for themselves so that you can analyze them and give them to the president so he can make decisions that affect all of us, Or in the FBI, when you have rules of evidence where facts are no longer facts and falsehoods become facts through this forced embrace of DEI, then then you have a complete breakdown of our systems. How does that affect the work that's being done, you know, on the ground? I mean, the whether it's an FBI agent who is undercover or they're in an office analyzing data or it's a CIA officer who may be gathering counterintelligence, somebody may say, well, you know, this is just uh, one of these cultural debates we're having in the United States, eh, probably messing up the boardrooms. And of course, we've seen the videos of the men in the dresses who are saying this is crucial to national security because you need all of the hands on deck. And if that uh, hands happen to be in a guy's in a dress, then so be it. But when you talk about what's happening at the field level, you're talking about what's happening at that direct level. How do these cultural influences affect that actual security operations well this is a great point you bring up because 
sometimes you're going to need a guy in a dress. If you're busting up some criminal group and it requires someone like that to help do the job, then that's fine. You need it. You certainly need it in the spy world if you're if you're running a covert operation. There's a lot of weird situations you're going to need. But that's where that's where you're basing it on talent and you're basing it on aptitude. Uh, you're not basing it on quotas and ideology. And so if you 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 need to hire the first the best person for the job and I need to, you know, infiltrate a group of cross-dressers or something, or, or then fine, you need to have a real cross-dresser or somebody doing that job. But that's very different from forcing this on a system to embrace as an ideology and to believe in it and to follow it. And and this is what uh, damages morale. It, uh, it, it makes people keep their heads down professionally just to keep their jobs and then makes them part of the problem. And they know that they've become part of the problem, but they're trying to do their jobs and they're trying to serve their country, but it ruins their morale. It causes a lot of highly trained people who have been trained at taxpayer expense to retire early. And then if you look at how CIA and FBI are recruiting people, they want to recruit pe these lunatics out there. They want to recruit them uh, en masse into the lower levels of these agencies. So, so it's, they're populating the FBI and the CIA and the rest of the intelligence community with people who really have severe uh, problems and who want to impose their their snowflakey ideologies on everybody else. The voice you're uh, hearing right now is Dr. Mike Waller. His uh, book is called Big Intel, How the CIA and FBI Went from Cold War Heroes to Deep State Villains. And uh, Mike, we tend to think of uh, the DEI. We tend to think of all of the, uh, the, the, the gender ideologies as something that's just popped up in the last couple of years. You're arguing in the book that the foundation of this was laid decades even generations ago touch on that will you right so dei is simply a manifestation of a larger ideology called critical theory it's a way of looking at the world to criticize everything about our country our society our founding principles our western moral traditions and to criticize them relentlessly for the purpose of destroying people's confidence in them when they view the constitution as written by racist white men and it's a living document and you can make the constitution basically mean anything you want it to mean, then when they say they're defending the constitution, they're not defending the constitution if they're putting in this, this critical theory nonsense. So how do we separate out the intelligence, the counterintelligence that we need from these agencies from the politics and from the political and cultural influences while at the same time making sure that we have proper civilian oversight, there's got to be a balance between civilian elected oversight of these agencies and then, of course, just the ideologies that, uh, you know, according to your book, are, are kind of running it off the rails in a very dangerous direction. Right. And this is this is vital. I mean, everyone can see this in public when the FBI director and his underlings go to Congress. They give their prepared speeches, but then they don't answer aggressive and honest questions it's like you know yes or no did the fbi have assets or agents involved in the planning and execution of criminal acts of violence at the u.s capitol it's an easy question yes or no and the fbi is not even not even saying yes or no it's not like the lawmakers are saying how many did you have there what were they doing were they there for a legitimate purpose it's simply not answering these questions and they could easily say you know, Senator, this is a very sensitive issue. We'll have to go into executive session and I can give you a class of classified briefing. They're not even doing that. 
So were they involved? We don't know. But the fact, what we do know is that they're not giving answers to the very lawmakers on the very committees that have oversight of them. So the FBI is acting like a state within a state. And this is where you get terrible erosion of our of the Republican form of government that we have and of our democracy. What's the realistic danger to the country if this isn't corrected and if these ideologies aren't eliminated from the operations of the CIA and the FBI and they don't get back to what they are commissioned to actually do? Well, Senator Chuck Schumer said it best when he said that when President Trump was trying to exert accountability from these agencies, Schumer said, the, the the secret intelligence community has six ways from Sunday to come and get you if you try to interfere with them. Meaning you've got the, the top leader in the United States Senate saying that the president of the United States can have no accountability over the intelligence community because they can destroy the people who are elected by the public. Meaning Schumer was admitting that they're a state within a state. So he's given up. We need a lot of the functions that the FBI and the CIA performs. But as as with earlier in our history, when agencies seek to perform their jobs well or when times change in the country, you have to dismantle those agencies, keep the functions so you could parcel them out to different agencies. Like if you took the criminal investigation side of the FBI, transferred it over to the U.S. Marshal Service, which is our oldest federal law enforcement agency, and it's been pretty scandal-free throughout its history. Just break the FBI into pieces, but keep the important functions so that we still have counterintelligence against spies, but it's done better than it's being done right now. And it's not politicized and just start over. But really, it's time for the FBI to be dismantled. Similar for the CIA, it's really bloated with a lot of woke uh, crazies. You know, if you remember that ad of, of uh, re- they were recruiting this one woman was giving a monologue about how she is mentally ill, cisgendered, intersectional, Latinx, whatever. It's all about herself and about her personal problems in the CIA. That's a recruitment ad. And if the agency is recruiting people like that and not saying, we want you for your patriotism and your skills and your languages and the cultural heritage that you're going to bring in to be a better intelligence officer, they're not doing that. All right. Once again, the book is called Big Intel. Uh, Mike, how do people get in touch or follow what you're doing, social media, website, anything like that? Well, I'm at J. Michael Waller on Twitter, and our website is Secure Freedom at the Center for Security Policy. All right. Uh, Dr. Michael Waller, appreciate the uh, update. It's going to be uh, pretty uh, surprising. I imagine a lot of people are going to be real interested in this. Well, it's good to be with you. I hope it's found provocative. And thank you for making American Viewpoints part of your weekend. I'm Mike Ferguson, and we'll talk to you again next week.